Welcome, everybody, to She's All Booked, a podcast for book lovers and avid readers. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm Alex. We're two cousins who are also best friends who love to read. Yeah. Chat about and analyze. Sometimes overanalyze. The books we're currently reading. Sometimes we're on the same page. And sometimes our pages differ. But either way, we always have an opinion about what we've read. By the way, we're real people with real families. So you may hear cats, dogs, birds, babies, or husbands. So enjoy the bonus material. Now let's get booked. Booked. Listeners, stick around at the end of this episode for some bloopers and bonus content. Hey, 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 listeners. If you're enjoying our podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple, Spotify, or your preferred streaming service to help us reach more listeners and spread the word about our podcast. Before we get started, we want to include some trigger warnings. This book and the following discussion will include topics of depression, abandonment, social anxiety, and miscarriage. So please be aware of that before you proceed. As a reminder... We will have a non-spoiler discussion first and then announce when we'll be getting into our spoiler portion for the remainder of the episode. Hi. Hey. <laughs> What's up, Jess? Nothing. Welcome back to the snack, even though yes. we never mentioned the snack lately. I know. The last two episodes, I think we forgot to mention what we were eating and drinking. So I know. And the other day, too, I don't remember what I had, but I had quality like three items. Do you remember? I had like m- plentiful amounts of snacks. You did have a lot of snacks and a lot of beverages that day. I and we, I, think- I don't think you mentioned a single one on air. I did not. <laughs> I did not. We were super into the drums or whatever we were talking about that day. Yeah. Super Bowl, I guess, threw us for a loop. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't know. Um, but you got any snacks today? I don't have any snacks, but I do have some water and some seltzer. Nice. <laughs> How about you? I have a hot chocolate today, a hot dark Ooh. chocolate. Ooh. I know. Homemade? Super... Hell yeah, it's homemade. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's super yummy. Um, Lots of whipped cream, because why the hell not? <laughs> uh, and then I have two different snacks. I have a fig bar and I have uh, cinnamon and brown sugar cashews. Mm, that sounds really good. Where'd yeah, you get sure those? Target? Yeah, I'm snacking. Tarjay. Tarjay. Right. Yummy. Mm. I know when you want like Sounds a little really dessert type of snack, but you don't want to do the dessert. Yeah. You're still being healthy with the cashews. Yeah. I just bought these mocha chickpeas and honey roasted almonds for that purpose mm. so that I could have something sweet, but not super unhealthy and also not a lot of sugar. But those sound amazing. They so are. I have and to try hard, those. They're hard, hard to find. They are usually sold out. So when I do see them, if there's like four left, I grab them all. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> this is you probably do. why they're always sold out because it's probably like me and two other people that when they see them, they just like yeah. counts. Yeah. But they're that good. And, you know. Yeah. First of all, cashews are my favorite nut. I don't you're, know if any. You're my favorite nut. Oh. Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, you're my favorite non edible nut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> But my favorite edible nuts um, are definitely cashews. And I love them mm. in every form. I like honey roasted cashews. I like uh, sea salt cashews, roasted cashews. I don't care or judge a cashew. I love them. Uh, and obviously, if they have flavor, that's even better. So Yeah. I like macadamia nuts the best. I do like macadamia nuts as well. Yeah. Not my favorite, though. Yeah. 
that's that's your favorite that's my it's my favorite yeah i love them i could eat them i actually have a big bag of those and i just grab a handful every once in a while because i'm just like i I like the hawaiian ones that i told you about they're really good yeah um and they have like little flavored ones they have um chocolate covered i mean stop i know i just seriously just stop (laughs) i do love uh pistachios also that's my second favorite i'm not a peanut fan I don't love peanuts i won't grab them peanut butter yes i not peanuts yeah i'm not a fan of snacking on peanuts however i do like to cook with peanuts especially if i'm making like an asian style asian dish yes. yeah same but i yeah i don't really like they make me very thirsty i guess because they're very salty don't, i don't know i just don't like them i don't know rich. Uh, some people i know like swear by the uh the big ones you know the that's what she said <laughs> um those big circus peanuts yeah where you have to crack the shells and stuff they're not already shelled not for me yeah i do like walnuts a lot i do love walnuts especially in baked items oh my god in baked in baked things i think walnuts are my favorite for baked yeah although i will say and these are even harder to find but candied walnuts are next level shit can't honestly any candied nut is amazing i've had maple glazed walnuts and Mm. those are like wow yeah <laughs> walnuts i think might be my second favorite nut i i really love they're them for me. they're I really they're probably one of the worst ones for you they're not really that healthy but they're delicious i, love I feel them. like grabbing any nut would be more healthy than like junk food though oh yeah for sure yeah it, it's definitely better than eating like a bunch of chips or something like candy or something like that yeah and but, it'll keep you fuller longer too yeah uh, i do yeah I do not like shelling nuts, though, whether no, it's we don't a pistachio or walnut or anything like that. I get frustrated if I have to put a lot of work into it. So no, I prefer first world, prefer first world problems for sure. Uh, but I will not purchase unshelled nuts. And I'll tell you right now, <laughs> if I am given them, because sometimes, you know, like if you order Target or something or somewhere, they like substitute. Yes. If yeah. they dare substitute for the ones that have the shells on them, I will return yeah not playing <laughs> not playing <laughs> i'm not saying that i don't have that time all right how do you feel about sunflower seeds i hate sunflower seeds i think they're so gross flax do you seeds? like them flax seeds i have had in, in things and i've never really noticed a taste but i've never tasted them by themselves so i have no idea oh i like flax like. seeds chia seeds and sunflower seeds in items that i make i do so like if chia i make seeds. like homemade granola bars or like little granola type of bowls or whatever and mm-hmm. i put those type of seeds in them they're good but they have mm-hmm. to be salted the the sunflower seeds i just um, don't like their flavor pumpkin they seeds have... pepitas oh. are so no. good inside not... a baked item not a seed fan i do i do like chia seeds but i feel like they have no flavor whatsoever and like i said the flax seeds i have had things with them in it and i didn't notice a flavor but well, chia seeds aren't supposed to pumpkin have flavor seeds. so one of my favorite things to eat and to make my son it's very easy, but you take like a piece of like whole grain bread or whatever. Um, you put some either some almond butter or some peanut butter on there, right? And then you put some sliced bananas. I put some of those like a uh, cacao. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they called? Cacao nibs. Mm-hmm. I put them on there, and then I sprinkle chia seeds on top of that. Mm-hmm. And you don't taste the chia seeds. All it does is they expand in right. your belly, so it makes you fuller forever. Yeah. Um, Sometimes I put them in my rice when I make rice or pasta. I'll mix it in yeah and but yeah they're good in baked items they're good too in that overnight 
oats. Overnight oats, yeah. Yeah, you could put them in that. People do overnight chia as well. It's like a mm. whole yogurty type thing. Yeah. I've tried it. I don't really like it, to be honest. Okay. Uh, but I will put it in shakes. Hmm. Because okay. you don't taste it and it just keeps you fuller. Yeah. But uh, speaking of, since we're being so healthy, uh, non-healthy things, <laughs> I had to have Domino's sides yesterday, which is so yes. unlike me. <laughs> Blame it on being pregnant. I don't know. All I know is yesterday I had to have Domino's. I would have hurt somebody. Um, I, I literally had to text Alex because Doug was giving me some serious shit. And he's like, he's like, that is not healthy. That is garbage food. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, I mean, it is garbage food. Okay, but <laughs> but it does it does not garbage food. Like if you need cheesy bread, that's what you're getting. It doesn't mean like you're gonna have some kind yeah. of gourmet pizza. I'm New York person. Yeah. I love pizza from New York. I know the difference between bad and good pizza. I've mm -hmm. been other places in the world. No offense to anyone else who doesn't live in New York and doesn't understand what good pizza is. I'm sorry, but I'm telling you right now, Domino's is not pizza. It's a it, totally different. It's fast food class pizza. of item. Yeah, it's fast food pizza. It's like. <laughs> going to mcdonald's for a gourmet burger no you're going there for right. a you know flat you're getting. piece of meat yeah <laughs> exactly i don't even order pizza from domino's i just get the cheesy bread I, they have these new sides where they have like um potato tots with alfredo and cheese like alfredo sauce and cheese listen to me all i have to say is that they have the best honey barbecue sauce i've ever had in my life bottle that shit domino's interesting bottle okay. <laughs> because i swear next time i order i'm gonna get like they're gonna call me up and be like, "You serious? You just you put on here that you want twenty honey barbecues on the side?" Like, yes, I do <laughs> because it's so good. That's ridiculous. Uh, I do see that they'd have honey barbecue pizzas now, so hmm. maybe. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I do like their cheesy really bread, good. though. The cheesy bread is top notch, and you can't it convince is. me otherwise. It's the but best you, thing ever. And you were definitely right about the stuffed one not being the same. It's not the same, right? It's not as gooey. And that's what I love about the cheesy bread is that it's so gooey with the cheese and the stuffed ones are just not the same. It even made though... it mushier, yeah. mushier to me. And you know what? It sounded so good with feta and spinach. I was like, Mediterranean? Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, you know, I love that. Mm -hmm. I did not love it. No. I, I just kind of regretted ordering it and never again. So. No, Domino's needs to just stick to what they're good at. And it's mm -hmm. basically just putting a shit ton of bread and butter on bread on... I mean, cheese and, and butter on bread and garlic. And yeah, if you get I, the garlic sauce, which is basically just like garlic butter, like melted. I don't like it. Really? I love it. Mm -mm. Not oh a fan. God, it's so good. Uh, but I will say that uh, their, their sides are stepping it up a notch. And I'm 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 a fan. I joined their reward program. Doug's like, why? <laughs> I was like, you never know, Doug. <clears throat> All right. If we order one, I was like, if we order one more time, we get free Parmesan bites. Yeah. So, you know, he's like, do we want those? I was like, I don't know. For they're, free, maybe. They're, they're not bad. I've had them before. They did change up the cinnamon sticks. They're like cinnamon twists now. Mm -hmm. They taste the same to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Did you ever have their lava cakes? No. Oh, they're pretty good. But I, I they, they, they know how to do a dessert. I don't know. Okay. It's I order them probably once every four years. Yeah. So. Yeah. But now that I know that they have that barbecue, honey barbecue, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Okay. <laughs> but we were getting so healthy. I just had to, you know, keep it real. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> talk about something unhealthy just in cases. Okay. <laughs> For the people. All right. <laughs>
did you say what snacks you had? Oh, you said I, you didn't have snacks. I don't have any snacks. No, I just have some water and seltzer. Uh, I think we did good today. Not only did we mention our snacks during snack time, but we also uh, brought up lots of snack ideas and food Talked for about us. snacks That's so right. that, yeah, we can, so in case we forget again, <laughs> we have an episode where we talk about it a lot. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're hungry, please go pause this and eat. Yeah. And come back and we'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. Or listen while you eat. Mm. <laughs> right. Pause and come back while you eat. All right. Should we just um jump right into the word of the day? Yeah. Let's get to our word of the day. It's the All word right. of the day. What's the word of the day? <laughs> Help is on the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of that. It's the way we said it. It's definitely... <laughs> Today's word of the day is incognizant, I-N-C-O-G-N-I-Z-A-N-T, incognizant, or zant, zant, whatever. It's an adjective. It means unaware, unintentional, unintended. An example would be Greg was shocked to learn that he'd been the incognizant stooge of a foreign espionage organization. Hmm. Yes, that would okay. that would shock you. Yes, it would. <laughs> I, I I'm what? Yeah, I've been doing what, <laughs> sir? I've just been home for days. Doesn't matter, sir. Um, <laughs> You've been know. incognizant. <laughs> You're an incog. Yes, trust us. We know an incog. What? I love that. You're a cog. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you have any examples for us, Alexandra? I do. I'm not going to say exactly what it is because I don't want to give away spoilers, but Brianna is incognizant of a decision that Jacob makes earlier on in the book and then finds out later in the book. <laughs> it's very broad, but again, I didn't want to give away spoilers. <laughs> very good. And considering that same topic, which we won't mention just yet, yeah. <laughs> uh, Jacob makes a decision that he's <laughs> incognizant of telling others, but happens to tell others (laughs) so there you go there we go either way perfectly (laughs) perfectly aligns with this book so yeah all right here's some trivia about the word incognizant the word first pops up in 1837 spy novels using characters who are incognizant pawns of foreign powers began appearing in the 19th century and reached their zenith in the 20th century with such authors as john le carr and Ian Fleming. That's interesting. So it's kind of like a literary term. Yeah, it is interesting. Yeah. Also, I'm thinking and I was like, I don't think I've ever read any spy novels. But the only thing that comes to mind would be like Nancy Drew. Was that a spy novel? Not really. No, I think that's a mystery. mystery. I used to love Nancy Drew. Spy yeah. novels. No, I don't think I've ever read one either. I mean, I've seen Harriet the Spy. <laughs> Me too. I used to love that movie. <laughs> I, I know. I used to love it too. I I really did. Yeah. Uh, there there were a lot of backstabbing bitches, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. They read her. They read her shit. All right. Well, let's get into our plot synopsis. So, if you didn't already know, we read yours truly this week, and that follows two ER doctors, Brianna and Jacob, each haunted by troubled pasts and insecurities, who decide to fake a relationship, which then dun dun dun. Turns out to be more real than they had both anticipated. Who'd have thunk it? Especially <laughs> when one doctor becomes a kidney donor for the other's brother. Bum, bum, bum. Plot twist. All right. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, do you know anything about Abby Jimenez? Well, we're going to tell you about her. Actually, very <laughs> interesting. She's a Food Network winner. I think that's cool. Yeah. She's a USA Today and New York Times bestselling author, 2022 Minnesota Book Award recipient, and founder of Nadia Cakes Bakeries. She loves a good romance, coffee, doglets, <laughs> her word, not mine, <laughs> and not leaving the house. Sounding somewhat similar to our female protagonist, Rihanna. <laughs> yeah. She actually, I have a fun fact about Abby Jimenez. Jimenez. So I started following her on TikTok before I even knew that she was an author. I wasn't actually familiar with her work, but she had these hilarious videos about her dogs, Tess and Stuntman Mike, who is a, an adorable little Yorkie. And she just had the funniest videos about them. And so I used to watch them all the time. And then I found out that she was an author. And then I found out that some of her books were actually on my TBR. And I was like, oh, shit, this is the same person. That's I thought cool. that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah she's, cool. she's very funny. That's awesome. I might follow her now. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I, I really liked her writing and I would read more from her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple of things that annoyed me, so I can't give this a five, but I will give it a four and a half, which is really good. I would read it again. I really loved it. I read it in two sittings. <laughs> I read it in two sittings. Uh, and if I had time, I probably could have read it in one sitting, to be yeah. honest, because I flew through it. It's like very easy to fly read through this. Yeah. Um. You don't even realize how much, how many pages you just went through because it's engaging. The, the characters are likable. Uh, I feel like Jacob is borderline perfect, but he has dimension, thank God. He's not Atlas by any mm. means. Uh <laughs> that was one of my gripes with the book was he had a little bit of the Atlas syndrome. Just a little, a little just a little bit. He's more he is more fleshed out, but yes. he's a little perfect. Towards like... the end, there was things with him that I didn't love. We'll get into that during the spoilers. There was things with both characters I didn't love. And there was two things that I just could not stand. That mm -hmm. being the reason why I took off half a point. Okay. Uh, but I did love the book. And I felt connected to everything happening. And it was one of the best romances I've read in a while. Mm -hmm. Because I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> because it was. <laughs> because, you know, there was no strange smut yeah yeah popping up out of nowhere you know it was cute and and yeah. sweet and they held hands sometimes and mm -hmm. i like that yeah right <laughs> no i felt I, like i was watching a cute romance movie like a I, Tommy. yeah i agree with you 100 percent. this is more our speed romance it's yes, not spicy definitely. it's very character driven there's a lot of dimensions to the characters and it's it's about their unfolding relationship and not about the smut that's more mm -hmm. to me what romance is and should be. And I hadn't read anything, as I mentioned, by Abby Jimenez before. I really enjoyed her writing as well. She really reminded me of Emily Henry and Christina Lauren. They're kind of in the same category in terms of tier romance that we would more appreciate. I'll definitely read more from her, like you said. I gave this a four. Overall, I really enjoyed it. I also went through it really quickly. I had a lot of fun. I really related to Jacob in particular. There were a lot of moments in this book where I was like, is this me? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I, I overall thought it was funny. There were moments that were really heartwarming and emotional. But then there were other moments where I was laughing out loud. There was a part where she asks him, if I were a, a gummy worm, would you eat me? And he said no, and she got upset or something like that, or, or vice versa. <laughs> it, was, it was funny. 
and I found myself kind of chuckling. So I, I really enjoyed the pacing of the novel. I really enjoyed the writing. The things that held me back from a five for this were just that I thought there were a couple of things in the plot that seemed a little too unrealistic, a I little agree. too contrived. And then I thought that the characters were a little unrealistic. Brianna read a little immature for me, for somebody who was in a position competing for one of the highest positions in a hospital. And Jacob seemed a little too perfect for me. And I have one big gripe, but I'll save it for the spoilers because I don't want to give anything away about it. But mm -hmm. there was one thing that I just couldn't get past and I, I'll explain it later. I wonder but, if it's the same as me, but we'll talk about it. It might be. Uh, I will say that I love Abby Menez's writing. Right on the co on the cover, I'm looking at it. It says that she's the best-selling author of Part of Your World. So I think that's yes. next on my hit list from her. So that's actually uh, part of this this universe. Yours truly oh, okay. is like Part of Your World Part Two or something like that. Oh, cute. Okay. Yeah, I think Brianna plays a small role in Part of Your World. Cute. Okay, yeah. I like that. I like when uh, authors do that a lot, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, there was a lot of like I liked about uh her writing. There was one thing that annoyed the shit out of me that she kept doing and uh, it pissed me off and I will save that for the spoilers as well. Things at the end were too ridiculous. In my opinion, there was some things that happened that I was just like, this is so unrealistic hmm. and why would they even want to do this? Yeah. <laughs> so I was feeling, uh, other than that, I, I feel like, uh, I do love Jacob. I loved him. Like I really did love him. And I wanted to give him the biggest hug and squeeze <laughs> and say, stop being so damn great. <laughs> uh, as far as, uh, I wanted to call her Abby, but as far as Brianna goes, there were certain times where I related to her personality. You know, mm. she had like a fun, bubbly, like stupid personality. Like he came over and she was like, all right, let's play. Would you rather let's do this? Like, let's yeah. have fun and play games. Like she was just trying to like make him feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of like me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I felt like when there's a scene where she just kind of falls apart and it wasn't in line with her character, just kind of like, I agree it with you. It was weird. It was yeah. weird. Um, at the same time, though, her issues that she was facing, I get it. And I feel like maybe maybe what she was facing and maybe what she was going through from her childhood and everything leading up to that moment, maybe that's how somebody copes, like, you know, if they've been through that. So I don't want to be insensitive, insensitive of that, but... I don't know. It was just, it just took a weird turn at one point and I was like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? We can talk about that in the spoilers because yeah. I definitely have an opinion about that, about what you just said. So, yeah. but uh, I'll give it during the spoilers. <laughs> I don't know. I think we should just jump into the spoilers now because we have a lot to say. Yeah, that's fine with me. But, but I will say for anybody who hasn't read it yet and wants to, I do recommend it anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's super cute. I think if you're looking for a fun romance and you're not looking for the smut, then this is a book that you would like, you would enjoy if you like your rom-coms. This is a super cute one. Um, you know, there will be some things that you might not like, but everybody's different. You might like them. So mm -hmm. uh, I do recommend her as, you know, a writer that you maybe should explore. So I agree. I, I would recommend this also. And honestly, even the things that we didn't love, we both still rated it really highly. So yeah. that should go to show you that those things don't necessarily take too much away from the novel. Yes. Okay. So uh, get the hell out of here if you haven't read yet. You know, the, you know the way this goes. Literally, get the hell out of here. <laughs> Leave. Stay past this point. Yeah, we are not responsible. Uh, 
if you're like, oh, he told me the ending. Yeah, we literally told you to get the hell out of here. <laughs> I mean, what the hell? Can't do any more than that. Pause it, man, and come back later. If you don't care or if, like Alex always says, you want to impress your friends by saying, hey, I read yours truly when we know you didn't. <laughs> your secret's safe with us, dude. Go for it. Stay go, and listen. <laughs> go dazzle them with all yeah, of your knowledge. Exactly. <laughs> or if you're like my mom who will never read a book ever because it's just not for you and you'll wait till the movie comes out. Keep listening, mom. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Otherwise, anybody else who does, um, who has read it or just, you know, doesn't want to read it, just keep listening. All right. All right. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Alex, I, I can't scream it from the rooftops anymore. Okay. I think, All right, I think, we I think it's clear. pretty I think it's pretty clear that the spoilers <laughs> are officially here. If you're still here and you don't want spoilers, I don't know what to tell you. We tried our best. We tried to we shove tried. you out. <laughs> I was screaming in bold print, okay? <laughs> There's was. nothing more I can do. <laughs> All right. All, so, all caps, bold print. All caps, bold print, <laughs> italics, underlined. Yes. Shadows. There's shadows. <laughs> all right. I got to go. <laughs> let's start the discussion. All right. So let's start with, I guess, the beginning of the novel. I really enjoyed the way that they set this whole novel up with them. Brianna has been at this hospital for 10 years. She wants to get this chief of medicine or, or chief of their specific uh, unit position. And she's the only one that's up for it. And then all of a sudden her boss tells her, oh, well, we're actually bringing in this other guy, Dr. Maddox, he'll be starting. And just to make it fair, we're going to give you guys some time or we're going to give him some time to work here before we decide. And there's scenes later where that doctor is explaining it was more for her benefit. So it doesn't seem like she just got it out of default. She got it because she's actually qualified. Dr. Maddox doesn't actually want it, but she sees this as a threat and she doesn't like it. She immediately hates Dr. Maddox. They have a really bad first impression interaction, or at least she does. She hates him. And he's just kind of like so caught off guard by her beauty that he is anxious and startled into silence and just awkwardness and it's just it's funny it was cute they end up exchanging these letters and i thought it was really sweet i really enjoyed that initial interaction where they weren't getting off on the right foot how they overcame that and then where the story went from there so i really liked the way that uh abby jimenez really set up this novel in the beginning yeah, I agree. I mean, at first I had an issue with that because I was like, yo, she's been here 10 years. She clearly deserves that position based yeah. on seniority and her ex you know, experience. And then, oh, you're just going to wait and see if a guy is going to get it. I don't know. That hit, hit me weird. And then when I found out why, I was like, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, he makes it clear he doesn't care. I mean, he is every step of the way, Jacob, like the most agreeable man. Mm hmm. I mean, he does have issues with anxiety. He has some um, past issues with a piece of shit ex, basically, that is marrying his brother. Mm -hmm. um, also a piece of shit brother. So you have two pieces of shits in your life who was supposed to be really important to you mm -hmm. that are just, you know, basically kicking you to the curb and stepping on you. Uh, and he's kind of, he's not really okay with it, but he is being a trooper about it. So this way it doesn't ruin his family. Because his family wants to stand behind him and they want to just, you know, not um, accept these, this, um, th with this relationship and kind of kick the brother out of the family. And he doesn't want that. Mm -hmm. uh, so he's, he's your overall good guy. Um, you know, he just, 
unfortunately he has some um some issues with social anxiety and he's like clinic kind of clinical to uh so um mm-hmm. what, what am i looking for clinical um anxiety mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um you know he has some issues where he keeps everything bottled inside and i really i really liked uh jimenez's writing whenever the, his anxiety was brought up because um we all have some touch of anxiety here and there and i felt it very relatable and i felt it uh, was very realistic mm-hmm. so i don't know if she suffers from anxiety in some form because she explored it really well mm-hmm. or if maybe she just did a really good job at researching either way i think she she nailed it so I was impressed with that. Yeah, I agree with you. I felt super related to to Jacob throughout reading this. There were a lot of moments where I was like, that's exactly how I feel in moments like that. And I, I agree that it was a really perfect representation of anxiety, particularly social anxiety. And I don't know if she does suffer from it. If she doesn't, kudos, because she clearly did her research, like you said. And I thought that it was realistic. It made you, the reader, understand what he was going through, even if you couldn't relate. So I really appreciated that as well. And I thought it was handled with care. I thought that it wasn't used as a ploy or just as something to make somebody quirky. It seemed like this was a real person that was really struggling with this. And I thought that she did an excellent job of writing it in the novel. In terms of Jacob and his family, I, when I first started reading this, I was like, what the actual fuck? <laughs> when, cause they, it opens up like pretty quickly with that's what he's going through. And I was mm-hmm. like, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> His fiance or at least girlfriend, it was just girlfriend left him for his brother and everybody's still cool. And now they're getting married and everybody's still cool. But I thought I really liked the dynamic where he is. I believe on the phone with his family and they're all kind of like waiting to see how he's going to react so that they can figure out how they're going to react. They're like, all right, listen, are we going to be, you know, getting Jeremiah out of this family? Are we shunning them? Are we going to be super angry at them? Or let's see what Jacob does and we'll go from there. And he recognized that and knew that it all hinged on his reaction. So the fact that he chose the unity of his family over his own personal emotions I thought was really commendable I don't know how realistic it was I don't know but I did like it I I appreciated it and I thought it was really mature and I thought it was also funny that at the same time that we're learning this about him Brianna is on a tirade against him she hates him and now everybody she meets is like he's like the best guy I've ever met he's so (laughs) great and then we're reading it and we're seeing this unfold on the page and I'm like yeah he doesn't seem that bad (laughs) so I thought it was funny to kind of see the two different points of view and also a third person perspective as the reader so I thought that that was really well done as well from a writing perspective yeah I agree with you the whole opening premise of this uh, they start writing letters to each other at one point too that we'll get mm-hmm. into but basically the whole beginning of this is pride and prejudice but in a modern setting in a hospital yeah for me and that love mm-hmm. <laughs> we love that around here yeah uh you know she's she's prejudiced against him she has these these things and honestly even though they're different things she has hang about him throughout the novel sometimes and when she's getting to know him she starts thinking these things in the back of her head and that all stems from she was abandoned by her father as a child. And then she meets this absolute mega douchebag mm-hmm. that she's married to for a little while, who mm-hmm. the whole time she's married is banging her friends. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Sorry to say that, you know, <laughs> it's true with her friends. <laughs> but he's straight up banging her friends, and mm-hmm. and um, you know, she finds out in a horrible way that when she's off to work and doing her long shifts because she's a doctor, that this girl Kelly is just all up in her house, all up in her bed, all up using her 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 glasses and her uh her plates and get the hell out of here. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he's a horrible person. She tries to justify it in her head, like. As if it was her, if she was in love with someone else, she would easily leave him. Why wouldn't he just leave her? Mm-hmm. And this just stems down to this happens. This is very realistic. This happens all the time, unfortunately, where people do do this. They think they love two people or they just cannot be monogamous. And this happens, unfortunately. So this was not the guy for her. Clearly, she's going through in her head, kind of blaming herself about certain things. That's also realistic. But the main thing stems back to her dad and the the fear of abandonment, and this keeps happening. You find out later on in the novel, too, that she actually had miscarriage. She was pregnant with his kid while she was going through this divorce. He didn't know, or if he did, he wouldn't have cared, honestly. He was just that type of guy, uh, and he was doing his own thing. And then she had to go through that alone. Mm-hmm. So now she's got these fear of abandonment things going on in her head, these all these fears and um unfortunately it's haunting her while she's trying to get close to jacob um so she's got insecurities from that and he's got his insecurities from anxiety so they're both suffering from insecurities from different things um but i'll be honest in the very beginning as soon as they start hanging out and we'll tell you why alex will tell you in a sec why they start hanging out but um basically she is very great at understanding his silences as she calls them understanding his body language understanding what he needs and knowing that things are differently the way he processes things things that he's thinking in his head before he actually answers her he's he's got issues with anxiety and she understands and recognizes that and it's very clear that she's going to be so much better for him than his prior girlfriend was who honestly didn't care about his needs at all Maybe because she was the wrong person for him or maybe because she was just selfish. I don't know. That's debatable. I think it's just because she she wasn't suitable for him. But I think it's a little bit. I think it's a little bit of both. I think she Mm. was a little selfish, but because of that, it made her less suitable for him than somebody who's more insightful and attuned to other people's emotions and feelings. And people say that opposites attract, but in their case, it does not because she likes to go out party girl style and he does not want to be in a room with 100 people because he mm-hmm. gets anxiety. He gets, you know, he he the thought about going into a bar where a million people are freaks him out. He'd rather <laughs> go home with his dog, who, by the way, is named Lieutenant Dan. Love that. He's three-legged. Yeah, I know. That was really cute. And it was a Bernese Mountain Dog, which is like my dream dog. And I related so much to Jacob. I was like, I just feel like this is my character soulmate. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> But there was something you said now that I can't... Oh, yeah. So I said um, the reason why that they're hanging around each other more. So Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll get into that in one second. I just wanted to say real quick that I did think that Brianna's fear of abandonment made sense. And I think her reaction at the end of the book would have made more sense if we saw more of it throughout the beginning and middle of the book. I agree. Because... It didn't really come into play until the very end. And I was like, okay, out of nowhere, all of a sudden, this is an issue when you've been trying so hard to get close to him at this point and like wanting to be closer and wanting things to be real and then just kind of talking yourself out of it because you think he's not interested. And then 
you know, the second he is, I mean, I guess it makes a little bit of sense, but it really, to me, it well, seemed a little too abrupt. I would have liked to have seen more of that throughout the beginning and middle of the novel. I mean, there was little subtleties about her thinking, kind of pushing the whole thing away. You know, like a lot of the times she wouldn't communicate with him. I hate that miscommunication shit. Yeah. But she wouldn't communicate with him because of her fears and her insecurities. Mm. So she instead had this whole thing going on in her head where she was pretending basically it was the guys that she's used to instead of recognizing that she knows this man and then he's not going to be like that yeah she's like how do i know that because you know yeah she's afraid one part that really annoyed me was like she's like oh this whole time that i've been in love with him now i realize i forgot he was a, he's a man and i was like let's not man bash mm. okay yeah. that annoyed me yeah that part well, annoyed me and, and i yeah. respect what she was going through but it annoyed me that she said that yeah she got on my nerves a few times throughout the book i i did not appreciate her lack of communication that really bothered me. It always bothers me, as yeah. you know. All we you gotta the... do is just, we hate that. Just yeah. ask the damn question. Is this how you feel? No. Yeah. All right, then you could avoid 60 chapters of you crying yeah. and whining about it. It's also just something that I can't relate to. And that's why it frustrates me even more. I'm not the kind of person that if something's bothering me, I just will pretend it's not happening. I need to address it right away. And I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to communicate about it. Because otherwise I'm going to feel like shit and I don't like feeling like shit. So, (laughs) but anyway, getting back to what you had brought up, the reason they start this whole fake dating thing is because, well, it's twofold. One, she finds out that he's going, so she has a brother who is in renal failure, kidney failure, and he needs a kidney donor. He's not likely to get one. He has a rare blood type. Long story short, Jacob has a universal donor blood type. He can donate. He's a quote unquote perfect candidate. He's always wanted to do this because his mom did it when he was younger and he thought it was a beautiful thing. So he wants to pay it back. He decides to do this anonymously. She ends up finding out anyway and she wants to pay him back. So she's like, what can I do? And he was like, actually, I did tell my family that I have this fake girlfriend so that they (laughs) they stop worrying about me with my younger brother getting married to my ex-girlfriend. So how about we do this whole fake dating thing and we both win? And she's like, yeah, sounds good. So just to kind of summarize that up. Mm. But mind you, she would have done it, I think, anyway. She was catching feelings for him anyway because um, he's not a good communicator because he has the social anxiety. So he, how cute, writes her a letter Mm -hmm. to get out everything he wants to say to her so he doesn't freeze up in front of her and not say the right thing because he gets nervous. Uh, yeah. So then they start writing letters back and forth, hence the Mr. Darcy, you know, mm-hmm. thing. Um, and hence the name of this book, Yours Truly. Yeah. Um, so that's how that starts off. So she does have feelings for him. Um, and she, I think she would have, uh, I, w- I think she would have uh, said she would have did it anyway. Yeah, I think she probably would have if he had asked. And I did really like the letters. I mentioned that earlier. I really liked how the whole relationship progressed. I, I liked the inclusion of that. And I fake dating is actually one of my favorite tropes in romance novels as is rivals to lovers which was both of those things in this book so i really enjoyed it it was something i knew i was going to enjoy i just thought they were so cute together i also loved how attentive brianna was to jacob's needs in his moments of anxiety when he was feeling overwhelmed and i loved that his family was picking up on that i thought it was really sweet to see his mom kind of recognizing what a difference it was for him to be with somebody who can recognize and almost preemptively address those needs before it becomes an issue versus somebody who never understood it in the first place. I really enjoyed all of that. 
Yeah. And on Brianna's side, I thought it was a little weird to be like, oh, how can I repay you for giving my brother a kidney? And it's like, oh, I'll fake date you. I, I get that it wasn't necessarily like that, but it's still like a little weird. Um, but I thought it was really cute. And I thought that they complimented each other really well. I really enjoyed these scenes where they were with his family and they were just trying to kind of get through these weird tense situations with his ex-girlfriend and his younger brother and his whole family there. And yet they were both still so like caught up in each other. It's just really sweet to read. It was cute. Yeah. It was romantic, you know. I know. I loved it. Yeah. I loved I loved a lot of this book. Yeah. The four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> but so they do this fake dating, like Alex said. And what one of my favorite parts actually is towards the end of the book when Jacob is talking to his mom. His mom is like this uh, highly renowned, like best author of like sex toys and like all these, yeah, <laughs> all these relationship books and all these wild things. Uh, so she knows a relationship. So, mm -hmm. you know, she played along really well, but she basically calls him out and says mm -hmm. it was amazing watching this journey of two strangers falling in love with each other. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, come on. I'm like, yeah. I know, I know. I, what do you think? I do this for a living, like, you know? Yeah. So I just thought it was cute that she called him out on his bullshit, <laughs> but yeah. also, like, was supportive the whole time. Yeah. I liked that. Yeah, it was I cute. I liked the mom. Um, first, the grandfather was amazing. Okay? Yeah. Can we just talk about him? Yeah. He almost, he was trying to run people over in his <laughs> wheelchair. Um, He was going, like, a full top speed to try to get people to give him cigarettes, and he was, like, a dick mm. about it if you didn't I know. Him. So he was hilarious. I thought he was super funny uh, and everybody was sneaking him cigarettes on the side and he was just like he was hilarious I don't it, know. it was hilarious because there's one scene where Brianna just like randomly decides she's upset about something she goes and gives him a cigarette and then a few chapters later she finds out everybody's been giving him cigarettes so yeah. while he's been like threatening people and all this stuff everybody has actually been giving them to him anyway it's no, just that it was the same chapter the same was chapter. it the same chapter yes. okay so she she gets pissed off because she's at um amy that's uh jacob's mm -hmm. ex who's getting married to his brother her bachelorette party and one of her friends is a loser and she basically yeah. is drunk and she she basically starts saying bad things about jacob in front of his girlfriend mm -hmm. okay bad things fake or not um bad things about him and how he she would have been married her friend would have been married a long time ago if he wasn't an asshole meanwhile he's not an asshole mm -hmm. um so she she stands up she's tough Brianna and she calls them out on their shit and leaves. Mm -hmm. She goes to the store and buys cigarettes and a lighter and goes and gives them to the to the grandfather. And while she's there, Amy ends up coming in there That's and right. with a pack of cigarettes. That's right. And she was like, "Oh, what are you doing?" And she's like, "All the girls give him cigarettes." Yeah. She's like, she's like, and uh, I forgot the mom's name. Was it Joy? Yeah, yeah Joy. Joyce. Joyce. But that 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 was um, what I was gonna bring up was that everybody gives them to him, but then just keeps it a secret from Joy. Yeah. who has so, the one that's been so adamant about not giving them to him because he, he's sick and he really shouldn't be smoking no. them. But I did like that Brianna or Abby Jimenez, you know, I guess in the form of Brianna's thoughts was saying, listen, he's a grown man. He knows well, it's not good for him, but if he wants to, doesn't he have that right? Brianna's like, yeah, mom, technically he does. <laughs> Brianna's mom plants the seed for her though. So the, the, hmm. Brianna's mom's great. So she is- She was cute. I don't know. I know they're Spanish. El Salvador. She's yeah. from El Salvador. El Salvadorian, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. That reminds me of uh, Clueless. 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 Yeah. I, She's from El Salvador. I'm not the Mexican. What was that yeah. all about? Lucy's from El Salvador. So it's an entirely different country. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Clueless. Lucy, you know I don't speak Mexican. 
I not a Mexican? Great, what was that all about? Lucy's from El Salvador. So? It's an entirely different country. So, uh, I thought it was cute, because she's like, I don't know how that came up in conversation, but she's like, if the, if the man consents, who cares? Give him what he wants. He's dying. Yeah. She's like, give him what he wants so he could die happy. Yeah. Uh, so she plants that seed, and then when she went to go get the cigarettes at first, for a quick second, I was like, oh shit, she's gonna smoke? And then yeah. she would give them to the grandfather, I was like, oh damn. Yeah. Um, and then basically it's made known uh, by Amy that Joy does know, but she doesn't feel responsible because she's not giving it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they all kind of are in agreement that they want him to be happy or whatever, but... Um... Yeah. Speaking of the scene, though, I thought it was really interesting to see Amy and Brianna kind of coming to a truce to a point where they actually kind of start liking each other by the end of the novel they say that they've kind of become friends they're very close and i thought that, that was interesting i wasn't expecting that i kind of liked it because i Me wasn't too. expecting it and it didn't make amy this really just black and white villainous character that's you know swooping up these maddox men like they're candy you know it was it really was that she and Jacob were just not a good fit. It's not that she's a bad person. They just really weren't right for each other. And, you know, it just so happened that the person that was right for her happened to be his brother. And so I really liked the nuance that Abby Jimenez put into this. I it, I liked that it just wasn't black and white. Like you would see in a maybe more poorly done romance novel to have this villainous female character come in and just be terrible for no reason. So I really liked getting to know her a little bit better. I liked seeing her and Brianna kind of talking it out a little bit and just seeing them overcome everything. I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. Like good elf gone wrong. Um, basically that was like yeah. black and white where she was just like evil the whole time. Yeah. The sister and she was, you know, getting yeah. her fiance, her sister's fiance. This is yeah. the reverse, but brothers. Admit, yeah. Um, but in this, <laughs> right. But in this, and that's funny because they fake dated in that too. Yeah. Uh, I sure. thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> totally totally smart though yeah uh, but we we actually liked that book and it, like, we thought it was funny it was so outrageous uh, that i couldn't and the, not the like grandma it. was amazing in that so yeah. the grandma and the grandpa in this could actually hang out They'd yeah it's true uh, they would cause some havoc <laughs> oh ruckus 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah but like you know it's a, it's a little different because uh they also it's made known too that they knew each other i think they worked with each other before she even met uh, Jacob mm -hmm. not that that makes anything right or makes it better or anything like that but I liked that added layer of well mm -hmm. they you know they know each other outside of this relationship she had with his brother yeah so I thought that that added a good layer into it to actually help you understand it wasn't just out of left field yeah and they met at the family parties and then all of a sudden they were like behind his back yeah um you know and they, they like I said like Amy just wasn't a good suit, a uh, good fit for him. You know, mm -hmm. she wanted to go out and party. He didn't want that. They weren't going to work. Um, they were never meant to work. She wasn't really attentive to his needs, and he wasn't really doing what she needed. So either, mm -hmm. so I guess in a sense, um, so they weren't going to work out. Um, but yeah. I really loved how he started unraveling this and realizing this through his feelings that he was developing for Brianna. Yeah, I liked that. A lot. Yeah. I really love their thoughts. I loved being mm -hmm. inside both of their heads. Yeah. Um, I really love sometimes it's done well and sometimes it's not executed well, but this happened to be executed well where you're getting both sides, and I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not usually a fan of split POV. I feel like this is very common in romance novels, and I prefer just one person's point of view. 
However, I, I agree with you. I did not mind it at all in this book. I actually was really looking forward to both perspectives after reading, you know, one, I was looking forward to seeing the next one. So I, I agree with you that it was done really well in this book. I like the double POV. I do. I like getting inside both heads because sometimes if you're just on one side, it's unreliable and you don't know how the other person feels. So I kind of like the both end of it. To me, it's just... It's executed well. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I feel like it could just get so predictable because it's usually like this person is looking at this person and I find them so attractive, but I'm scared. And, blah. and then the other person's like thinking the same thing. I'm just like, all right, we get it. So you guys both like no. each other, but you're not telling each other. This is going to be the whole plot of this book for 400 this pages. Is, this is the type of book that is predictable, though. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you know what's right. going to happen. You if know, at you're going to end, though. She got really upset and she was like, I fear abandonment and I can't be with you. And she bounced. I would have been like, holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> I knew that that wasn't going to happen because of the author's note where she said that she says something about the topics in the novel. And then she says, but don't worry, we're still committed to a happily ever after or something along those lines. And I was like, I okay, okay, good. Because <laughs> I was like, I'll cry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but getting back to the families. Mm. So I thought, well, not necessarily the families, but the, the, the past relationships. While I really liked the portrayal of Amy and Jeremiah, I wasn't crazy about the portrayal of Brianna's ex and her ex-best friend. I do think that Abby Jimenez was trying to flush it out a little bit. And she had Brianna talking about how he always wanted to be with this other woman. I still don't understand why he never was and why he was with Brianna instead. I just, to me, it, it felt like a lot of trying to get me on board with this not being the worst thing ever. And I just was never on board. I did think it was really funny when she was talking about the revenge that she executed on him. Oh, yeah. And she was like, <laughs> this is one of the scenes where I was laughing a lot because she's opening up to Jacob and explaining. She's like, you might not like me after I tell you all this. And he's like, just try me. And she's like, well, I did. I put glitter all over his house. And <laughs> she's like, they had to sell furniture. They couldn't get the litter. <laughs> yeah. And then there was other things. One thing that she mentioned in the beginning, which I thought was a little sad, was that she, ble she put bleach in his plants, which I was like, that's yeah. fucked up. But also, like, the plant didn't do anything to you. It's a living thing. I, I guarantee, <laughs> and they didn't address this, but I guarantee because Jacob is, like, very heavy into his plants. He has a plant room in his yeah. house. I guarantee when she said that, though, he was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. bitch, don't come into my plants. Yeah. But he was don't definitely like, my I plants. can't piss you off. I got plants. <laughs> they should have said something about that because that was a connection that he yeah. had plants. He literally had a whole room of plants. He should have been like, I don't want to piss you off about the gummy bear situation. Please don't hurt my plants. Or made yeah. a joke out of it or something. <laughs> yeah. I think that would have been cute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. The glitter thing, though, reminded me a lot of the other book that we read around Christmas time that we didn't like. Uh, there were so many. Uh, tis no, the season the, tis the season for revenge yeah she put glitter in his car yeah. vents and it kept coming out of his vents and i think that i thought that was hilarious mm -hmm. but now this all over his house is just petty and i just love it it was but hilarious at one point she was like it was like four gallons of glitter or something yeah he's like where the hell did you get that and she's like amazon amazon i know i was laughing i was like yeah duh it's it's always the answer is always amazon if you're like <laughs> where does somebody even get something like that the answer will be amazon <laughs> right. when i read that i was like, of course and he was like of course i was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> we know yeah but i i thought that whole exchange was really cute and i thought it was funny 
yeah, yeah. I still think her ex is a piece of shit and yeah, I think garbage garbage I, human yeah I think that Brianna and Abby Jimenez were trying to be like I mean he shouldn't have done it but he couldn't help himself type of thing they were in love they were supposed to be together but I still don't I still don't get it I, and I still don't like it yeah. and I still if hate him in love and with her. someone else uh, they tried to make it seem like they were in love him and this girl Kelly before he even married Brianna so yeah, why marry her at all exactly it was odd to me that's that's the exact issue that I had with it I was like you literally put yourself in a position that nobody forced you into you didn't have to be in this situation also what a fucking shitty ass friend are you kidding me you're gonna have an affair with my husband the entire time we're married and you're still gonna look me in my face and call me a friend I think I, I, I think I would hate her more than him and the fact that she got pregnant with him towards the end, I yeah. mean, sadly, she lost the baby. But, you know, the fact that they were still, he was still having sex with her. No. You're a piece of shit garbage person. Disgusting. Period. So I there's agree. one scene later on uh, after a cute scene where they finally, you know, because does he love me? Does she love me? Mm. I love her. I love him was a lot of that. And then mm. finally, like. You know, they're yelling at each other. I'm in love with you, you stupid idiot. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> and I loved that because I was like, finally, yay. You know, yeah. we like that stuff. And then two seconds later, she ends up seeing fuckface yeah. <laughs> when she's getting in an elevator. And uh, he's with the other fuckface, Kelly. And she has a ring on her finger and she's pregnant. And all yeah. of a sudden she falls apart. Yeah. Let's get into that. All right. So I hated everything about this. This is actually a big reason why I knocked it down from a 4.5 to a four, because I just, A, I didn't think it was realistic the way that she did react. I, I think that there are people that would react like this, but I don't think it would be so extreme. I don't think you would just see this person and then immediately, she like literally immediately runs away. She just runs away and stops talking to him for a little bit. And I was like, I just, I just don't know if that's how people would react like this doesn't seem human and yeah, and, and mind I, you that it's two days before he's about to give a kidney to her brother so yeah. you're not gonna be there for him after all that yeah she was supposed know, to take care of him thing. she was like his caretaker for when he comes out of the hospital because there's a big recovery time or sorry a long recovery time it just it was very immature to me and it didn't seem the reaction didn't seem consistent with like what triggered it so just seeing him is going to trigger something like that honestly if i'm jacob now i'm like god forbid he calls you one day then what the fuck is going to happen you know what i mean like it was yeah. just very bizarre especially, especially since she had kept comparing the two yeah and she kept saying jacob's making me realize what a horrible person what was his name fuck I, don't, I honestly don't remember <laughs> Fuckface. <laughs> Fuck face. FF. I don't know. But if she kept saying, you know, he, Jacob's making me realize what a real man is or how mm -hmm. a real relationship works and, you know, how much um how much FF was not a good husband and how much I could do better. And then all of a sudden she sees him and she's like, fuck that. I know. I know. It didn't make any Rumble. sense. It really didn't. If I in my opinion, this would have been more effective if the whole time she was kind of fighting her feelings for Jacob. I feel like there was like maybe a couple of times where she says it, but for the most part, she's like, I just love him so much. I'm really falling for him. It just sucks that he's in love with someone else because she thinks he's still in love with Amy, even though he's no. not. And like, and it, there was never any doubt in her mind about how she felt. And she kept saying like that she wanted to be with him. She wanted this. She wished she could pursue it. And to me, it just wasn't consistent with her reaction later on. I don't know. I just didn't like it. 
we, we got two instances. One, when Jacob was looking at her dating profile, when she was about to delete it, she was like, here, you yeah. can look at my profile. He looks at it and on it, it basically says, I don't want anything serious. I'm just looking for some fun, never getting married again, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then another time she's talking to her mom and her mom's like, he's a great guy. You know, he seems like a great guy. And she's like, yeah, but I'm never getting married again. And she's like, why? You know, why are you being stupid? Yeah. Um. You know, it's it's a stupid way to think, just thinking that everyone's going to be the same. But then again, you have it in the back of your mind that she was abandoned by her dad. She was basically abandoned by this asshole that she chose to marry. Mm-hmm. So now she's got that, you know, three strikes you're out type of thing weighing on her. And I I get that. And I get that she's gone through all these things. And when people do have abandonment insecurities, you know, they do have that freak out session where they do have that moment of I'm going to push everyone away before they do it to me type of thing. So I feel like that might have been in line with that. I mean, I don't know if you deal with this in your line of work, if you want to say if that's accurate. I just disagree with the trigger. So I agree that that is something that people deal with and that it will carry over with them into their relationships and stuff like that. But I don't feel like just seeing their ex would all of a sudden trigger this and then that's it for them. In my opinion, it would have been more consistent throughout the unfolding relationship with her being, I would have liked to have seen her more along the lines of, I can't be in a relationship with him. He's going to think this is too serious. I really appreciate him as a person, but I can't do that to myself again. And we didn't really see that, Mm -hmm. Not, not with any consistency or any depth. And so for us to then get a scene where she just sees her ex and has a total meltdown, to me, it didn't jive with the rest of the novel. It wasn't like she seemed like she had healed from that and then was just like kind of thrown back into it at the the slightest little push or shove or nudge. Um, So I, I agree with your point that, yes, people do have those emotions. They have those fears and they do react this way. I just don't think we saw enough of it in Brianna to really justify her reaction at the end. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And and then she tries to make it seem like it's not that she's freaking out over him. But like you're saying you're going to leave Jacob. So yeah. yes, it is. Because you're still thinking about that. She finds out also that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, she realizes... Uh, I don't remember how far along she was, but I think five weeks or something. But she realizes that she's pregnant and she feels like, what if he finds out if he's going to abandon her because she had that other issue with her ex. And But you yeah. know that this man's different. You know he's not going to be like that. He's literally giving up a piece, an organ of his body for your brother, for you, really. Yeah. He makes it very obvious that he's doing it for her. Yeah. More than Benny. That's her brother. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just... It, it it seemed like a, a kind of like a plot twist um gone wrong in my it, way and it, it ruined the book for me it seemed it seemed too contrived it definitely just seemed like hey we need this third act conflict we need this third act quote unquote breakup and it didn't really make sense in my opinion with what was going on yeah. i do think that her being pregnant is a big trigger and i feel like we could have taken the x out of it and just used the pregnancy as a trigger for that fear exactly that that does make sense and i think that would have been more natural on the page and i would have understood her a little bit better but instead we got the x and then after the fact we got the fact that she was pregnant and she was nervous and like i get that but i also once again it's hard for me to relate i don't know if i were in her situation if i would act the same way to me i'm like if i 
want to be in a relationship with somebody, I need to just accept the fact that this person could potentially hurt me and I'm signing up for that. And I think I'm strong enough to, you know, go through it and come out the other end if I, if that were to happen. I get that there's people that don't think like that. It, for me, it's just difficult for me to relate to because I'm not like that. So yeah. And, and another thing too, like she's not like that from the whole book. She's tough. Yeah. She's quick to stand up to people and she's quick to speak her mind and she's quick to stick up for Jacob when it, when it counts. And she's quick to stick up for herself. She finds out that, you know, her friends and her, her mm -hmm. husband are, are cheating the whole entire marriage. And then she, she goes to town and she does what she needs to do to retaliate and she keeps it real. She doesn't fall apart then, but then she sees him after all of this, realizing too that Jacob is a better man and that she could do better. And all yeah. of a sudden she sees him and that's the trigger. I just, it, it, it hit me. Yeah. It was it was just awful, to be honest. And yeah. I was just like, no, this isn't right. You know, she's freezing up when she sees him in the elevator. That's not Brianna. And you had mentioned earlier, but literally right before she sees her ex, I love that we both can't remember his name because he was such a dick. I was just like, I don't even rem want to remember. But liter literally right before that, she is saying in her head, I know that Jacob would never do that to me. I know that yeah. he, you know what I mean? Like, That's and then- why. And, and then she threw me for a loop. Yeah. Like, what the hell? And then she sees this guy and all of a sudden all of that goes out the window. I, it doesn't make sense. I don't like it. I'm glad you also brought up the fact that around this time we learn that Jacob decided to donate his kidney for Brianna and not so much because of her brother mm -hmm. or just because his mom did it when he was younger. This bothered me because he knew her for like, a day or and a half when he decided to donate his kidney and it made more sense i still thought it was kind of weird that he was like oh my mom donated a kidney when she was younger and i always wanted to do the same thing because i thought that was really sweet okay that's nice i i can get on board with that i can't get on board with you donating a kidney to somebody's brother because you met her for you know once and you thought she was really pretty that i have an issue with and i i really wish that wasn't in this book I do wish it wasn't in the book. I think it downgraded his goodness. I think it made it more two-dimensional. And to me, it just seemed a little creepy. I don't but think it's creepy because he's a doctor and I could see him being a good Samaritan. You know, thinking of Brad Pitt and Bernie the Reading. I'm, ju I'm just a good Samaritan. Uh mm -hmm. But I think I'm thinking him of a good Samaritan. Like, you know, he's a, he's a doctor and he wants to do something kind. And he had that past experience with his mom. That I can be on board with the fact that he came here and he sees that this young guy really could use a kidney. And then, by the way, his brother is probably going to end up marrying his sister, which is kind of cute uh, mm -hmm. later on, you know. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, I, I just I, I think I think it's admirable and I, 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 I made me like him a lot in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But I feel like um, the fact that he would be doing it for her, like you said, kind of throws a monkey wrench in there where I'm just like, mm. yeah. I you know I, everything else other than that I, I I find admirable for a doctor to want to help people absolutely I, I didn't have a problem with it until the end when they basically said everything I told you in the beginning about this is not true I just did it for you that's because okay. that's basically what Abby Jimenez did I'm glad you said that because I'm going to segue into one of the things that annoyed me so much okay at the end he is so willing to comply with every damn thing yeah. to the point where it kind of ruins his character for me also because yeah. he's like she's like well i want to keep my last name and he's like all right that's fine and she's like you'll take my last name and he's like okay 
And then she's like, he's like, uh, we'll, we'll get a house together and we'll put both our names on the lease or just yours if that makes you feel better. And she's like, okay. Like, don't fucking take advantage of the man just because he's a good yeah. guy. And then, you know, at the end, the, the, the daughter has her name. He took her name. Yeah. And then uh, he quits his job so she could keep hers. These are things that annoyed me. And maybe this is something that won't annoy you as a reader, but I'm sorry. It just, it was over the top. Over the top. He was already a good guy. We didn't need all that. They jumped the shark. This was total Atlas syndrome. This is where it fell apart for me as well. I, I did think earlier in the novel, he was very perfect, but I still, it, it wasn't over the top to the point no, where I, I was him. like, yeah, I was like, there are people out there that are really like this. At this point, no, there's not. And he wasn't and perfect because he had the social anxiety. He was dealing with little inner issues, not little, but serious social... inner issues and things. So it made him not perfect. The social anxiety the end... is not enough to make him not perfect. He needs to have personality flaws, not just oh, a yeah. disorder. But, you know what I mean? Not an end, illness. What, what really was so crucial and putting the nail in the coffin for me not to, to like his character or just maybe Yemen has his like, faulty writing at the end of him. What bothered me was that you know, he he said that he was caving and doing all these things for Amy because she wasn't right for him and he was trying to comply with her and, and be the great guy for her and he wasn't going to do that ever again and now he's doing it again with Brianna and she's just allowing it and that annoyed me because I want, if I love somebody, I want them to be themselves. I mean, yeah. obviously I want us to be compatible and do things together, of course, I want us to compromise mm -hmm. but at the same time, I don't want it to just be like you have to do everything I say and do everything for me and not be yourself. Mm -hmm. Quit your job that you've been, you know, you went to medical school and all these things that you probably have crazy bills that you've racked up for. Mm -hmm. Just quit your job because I want to work and I don't want you to. I don't know. It was just shady and I didn't like it. It happened after the man bashing thing. And I think it just went south for me there. Yeah, I I don't think I really had that big of an issue with him taking her let like whatever. That's fine. Him deciding to quit his job. One it's fine. Thing. It's fine with it so many things. The thing that I had an issue with is that I what I wanted to see was him getting upset with her for bailing on him right before the surgery and for, you know, abandoning him because she had been abandoned. I wanted to see Correct. a little I Thank wanted you. to see some type of conflict resolution about that. And I wanted to see him kind of say to her, like, listen, I understand what you've been through and I understand why you're doing what you're doing. But if you want to make, I want to make things work with you. If you want to make things work with me, we need to learn how to trust each other. Tell me how we can do that. And then yes. see them work through it like that. Instead, it was just like, she realizes because he is going into surgery that he is wonderful and she needs to go be by him, goes to the hospital and he's like, I love you. And we're going to be living happily ever after. And then he says all the shit that you just said. And I was just like, oh, okay. So you guys didn't actually conflict resolve about anything. It was just, oh, we need our happily ever after and everything's no, that's perfect. Toxic. Yeah, I, I just didn't like it, end, it. It ended in a toxic note for me. I just feel like Jacob's going into a toxic area and I feel like he sh he deserves better than that. Um, yeah. But besides that, one thing that I wanted to mention, there's a theme in this book and it's about if you love someone, you show up. Showing yeah. up when you love someone. It was huge prevalent mm -hmm. theme in this book. And Brianna's mom says it all the time. You, know, you love someone, you show up. Um and you know, everybody Joy was telling everybody says Jacob. it really. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, he makes sure he shows up for her. And and in the beginning, she's showing up for him, making sure that she's, you know, doing this mm -hmm. this favor for him, um, and helping him out with his anxiety and going the extra mile. And that's because she's starting to care. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And then all of a sudden, when it's time for her to really show up because he's going to be giving an organ to her damn brother, Mm -hmm. she doesn't show up for him. And that annoyed me. Like, you're not going to let this man go into a a major surgery like this where his recovery time is so extreme, Mm -hmm. where he's anxious. You know, he has anxiety and you're you're he's so anxious going into the surgery. That's not safe for him. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was super selfish on her part too. And I get yeah. she's going through it, but after all of this show up, show up when you love someone only for her to do that. I, it just, I thought it was very <sighs> immature and very I, immature. Yes. That was one of the issues that I had with Brianna's character throughout the book is that I do think she read younger than she was. I think she seemed more immature than she should have been. And doctor. I, yeah, yeah. I just didn't like that. So, I mean, that was definitely an issue for me. One thing I did like, and this is so, you know, backseat in the novel, but the fact that they were doctors and they didn't, like, dive into, like, scalpel and, like, you know, them surgery and very Grey's Anatomy stuff, I like that they didn't do that. I like that it was in the backgrounds and that it was, like, doctors when they're not doctoring. (laughs) I kind of like that because usually you're exploring the doctor realm. And you're always there. If they're both doctors, you're going to be like seeing them do surgery and doing all these things. Um, and I kind of liked seeing them outside. Of I had profession. the I had the opposite reaction only okay. only because I mean I'm not saying I want to see them you know treating people all the time, but we see them in the hospital for the first maybe quarter of the book, and then I don't think we never ever again. we never see them in the hospital again. They're two ER doctors, and for some reason they they work the same shift, and they also have all this free time that they're doing stuff every weekend. They're doing stuff at night. They're always home for dinner. I was like. I don't know what ER doctor has like a Monday through Friday, nine to five. But in my opinion, I don't, I've never seen that before. I don't know two ER doctors that can work the same shift. I don't know if there were other ER doctors. I guess there must've been other ones there, but we only, we only really knew about her and him. And I was like, how is it possible that they both work the same shift? There had to be other doctors or they wouldn't have been able to work the same shift and then have four days off. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I guess you're right. There must have been other doctors, but I just didn't think that it was explained well enough because I was like, I mean, how is it possible? Who's helping patients when they're both not there? And it seems like they're not there ever. So I feel like them being doctors was irrelevant to this novel. And I feel like they could have had any other profession where they worked together and it would have just been the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I think she just threw that in there just to make them look smart. Yeah. (laughs) yeah look look how smart these people are you know um and that's it i did read the afterward by the author as well and she did say that she actually was diagnosed you saw it right so she she was diagnosed with renal cancer um failure sorry not cancer and needed to have a transplant she went through something very similar and she said she really wanted to put this into her next novel i think she went through that in 2020 so I, I liked that. I liked that she yeah. threw in that element of the kidney donor and all of that because it was something that she had a personal yes. uh, situation with. So I did like all of that. But I and agree. I, like I, she, I don't think that they needed to be doctors for that. To I like that book. she did her research in the medical field as well. She was talking yeah. to a specific doctor. I mean, sure she was getting all the... Her research is good. Yeah. She did well with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I commend her for that. It's just, you know, the whole book was great. And then the last couple of chapters fell apart for me. And I I just yeah. wish they were different. <laughs> yeah, same. Just even slightly, just a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I think I would have absolutely loved this, put a bow on it and pulled it a five star. Yeah. One thing too that annoyed me, and it's very minor and petty. But one thing that annoyed me a lot was that she kept throwing in and, and 
promoting her Nadia cakes and that annoyed mm. me. It was like ad she kept throwing ads in for her her yeah. bakery. Yeah. It rubbed me the wrong way. She kept doing it and I was like, all right. And she was like, they're the best. She kept adding. Like I uh, that annoyed me a little bit. I don't like, know. Kind of like I, your LaCroix, but only I, she's actually promoting herself. I think she might have just been doing that to be cheeky because I know sometimes like the one of her books, she has Stuntman Mike in. That's her real dog. I think that might just be her being like a little cheeky. Okay. But but I understand why it's annoying. And I, I it agree. It just rubbed me the wrong way. It's not it. necessary. Yeah. Like you don't have to talk up your bakery about how amazing it is. If it is, it'll speak for itself and you don't have to sell it. Yeah. I don't like when you try to sell things. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Well, was there anything else you wanted to talk about or do you want to start getting into our categories? The only last thing I will say is I loved the the inclusion of the letters and Brianna in the beginning basically says um, that she's always wanted a letter that says yours truly. And towards the end, he actually says while he's going in because he's perfect. Mm -hmm. So he says while he's going in, hey, you know, my anxiety journals that I always keep, I want you to read. Yeah. Um, and when you're done reading it, then, you know, by that time I'll be out. Uh, and hopefully it changes your mind and turns you around. I did think yeah. that was cute. I love that he did. He was so open about it. And I love mm -hmm. that he left her a letter and he did sign yours truly at the end. Yeah. And that it was basically speaking to her in the future and saying, hey, you, you, you'll you look back and, and you know, you'll be like, why did I even do this? Why was I even nervous? Yeah. I thought that was super cute. Again, was, he's perfect. But it, it was cute. I did like that a lot yeah. as well. I did too. And I like how it came full circle with the title. So that's yeah. the last thing I'll say. Also their daughter's name was Ava and that's one of my favorite names and I was like it's just once again this favorite dog favorite name I don't know that was just... that was funny too about the Xfinity thing <laughs> oh that was funny yeah yeah I actually yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I want to ask Rob that question because I already asked him the gummy bear question he said he would definitely eat me <laughs> Hilarious. Like, okay. <laughs> uh right. yeah she she says she says to him when they're doing the would you rather thing, she's asking him questions. And then she says, if we had a daughter, uh, what was it again? Like if it oh, was, we had like, a name our daughter after some kind of Internet company and then for 18 years, we'll get free Wi-Fi. And yeah. he was like, I mean, that's a deal. Yeah. She's like, yeah, but your daughter's going to get abused for like her life that she's he's like, Xfinity is not that bad. <laughs> you know, which <laughs> is pretty funny. It was funny. Um, if they would have made that her nickname, to, I mean, or her uh, her middle name, that would have been hilarious. Yeah. All right. So if you had to sum up this book in a nail color, what color would it be? Red, because I'm looking at the cover and it's red. I was thinking maybe like a, like a sweetheart pink, like kind of like a Barbie type pink, but a little softer. It's very sweet, very cute. Okay. Mm -hmm. About a sense. movie or TV show. I mean, this is definitely one of those Netflix movies that we watch and we don't expect it to be great, but we like it anyway. Yeah. So one of those, I don't know which one. All right. For some reason, I'm thinking of the one where she gets inherited a, a New Zealand house. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like that one. And there's a goat in it. All right. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> there's no goat in this book. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It'd be some type of cute rom-com that I enjoy. Yeah. But it could be any of them. I don't Anyone. It doesn't Anyone matter which them. one. <laughs> yeah. All right, how about a character from a show or movie or a movie quote? A movie quote? Uh, I mean, it's kind of a book quote also, but um, you have bewitched me. I was going to say the same thing. Body and soul. <laughs> and I love, I love, I love you. I never wish to be parted from you for this day. That's all. You have bewitched me, body and soul. And I love, I love, I love you.
I never wish to be parted from you from this day on. I was going to say the same exact thing. Because <laughs> that's my favorite quote ever. Yeah. And uh, I've tried to make Doug say that to me, but he never remembers the exact quote. So. <laughs> that's the best thing ever told got, to anyone. You I love to, you, Mr. Uh, Darcy. Yeah, you have to make him a sign to read. <laughs> you know, because you remember he, he like kind of stutters it because he kind of had like anxiety too, Mr. Darcy. So mm -hmm. when he was, he was like, I love, I love, I love you. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> All right. I can't believe you were going to say that too. That's funny. Yeah, I was. <laughs> also, right. you know, you know, I love the book, but the 2005 movie. It's top tier. Yeah. My heart. It's my heart. Yeah. I love All right. How about a song? Don't leave me this way. <laughs> I will survive. Oh, okay. <laughs> I know I'll stay alive. Okay. Don't leave me this way. I think, who is that? The Supremes? Um, not sure. Baby, my heart is full of love and desire for you. Now come on down and do what you gotta do. You started this fire down in my soul. Now can't you see it's burning out of control? My heart is full of love and desire for you. Maybe. My heart is full of All right. <laughs> and desire We were both, for you. we were both thinking old school though. I was thinking... <laughs> Sign sealed delivered. Yeah. Sign oh, sealed, sealed delivered. I'm yours. Like a fool, I went and stayed too long. I'm wondering if your love's still strong. Ooh, baby. Sign sealed delivered. I'm yours. Two good songs. Yeah. Especially <laughs> guaranteed at a wedding. Guaranteed yes. those two songs. <laughs> uh while well, you're eating most likely <laughs> actually me and alex recently went to a wedding where they played uh dancing queen at least three times we kept pointing it out that it was played three times that's and, insane because we hate it we hate that song at least i do i don't know if you i think you ha I actually like that song i don't really have an opinion on that song okay. i do like the move the movies the uh what's the movie from the abba movie Dancing. I don't know. I, I think of Miss Congeniality when I hear that song. Okay. Mamma Mia. The... Oh, I never seen that. Oh, really? No, it's I would cute. probably like it. Yeah, yeah and Mer it. Meryl's in it, and so is the girl that plays Amanda, Amanda Seyfried. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's so cute, and I love the soundtrack. Dancing yeah, Queen is like not it. my favorite song, but yeah. I really like some of the other ones. All right, how about a meal cookie or baked item? This is definitely like some kind of sweet cake cupcake. This is well, I'm gonna go red velvet cupcake because that's yeah. what her favorite was. So yeah, all right. I was actually thinking of saying that, but I'll say a gummy bear. Okay. That yeah. makes sense too. <laughs> uh, superlative? Uh, most likely to love until the end. Aw. <laughs> yes, that's true. Uh, most relatable male main character for me. Most likely never book. to go to Nadia Cakes because of the plugins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> How about an animal, bug, or mythological creature? This is a kitty. This has kitty all over it. Mm, a okay. soft, sweet little kitty that purrs. 
All right. Lots, lots of purring. I was thinking like a bunny, like a twitchy little white bunny, with a twitchy little pink nose, you know. Super fluffy. Yeah, super fluffs. We love the super fluff bunnies. Yeah. All right, casting. how about for casting? So I think, do you know Gina Rodriguez? I kept no. picturing her as Brianna. That's so funny that you said that, though. I was thinking of uh, Jenna Ortega from Wednesday. Okay. I was I thinking she, of her. Yeah. I think she's too young, though. She's too young, but I can see why you would you would picture her. She's funky. The like other that. one that I would think of, and I think she's too old now. Who's the girl that's in that Jumper movie? Right, Rachel something, I think. She's got, like, the big eyes. She's tiny. Oh. I can't think of her. I don't know her name. I'm sorry. She was in a bunch of movies in, like, the early 2000s and 90s. Yeah. But her. some Something, like, a, that type of look. Okay. For uh, Brianna. Okay. And because she's Spanish, so she has to be true to that. And then yeah. for Jacob, I mean, it has to be a perfect man. So... You so know, I, I kept thinking, and I think he's <laughs> definitely too old, but David Boreanaz. David. Oh, oh. He's not well, Spanish in this, though. No, Jacob? no. Jacob's not Spanish. Neither is, neither is David Boreanaz. Angel, right? Yeah. I don't think he's Spanish, but I was thinking it only because on Bones, he always wears the funky socks, and that's what Jacob did in this in this book. So I kept thinking of him. Funky Maybe socks like... kept making me think of Neil Patrick Harris. And I know he wouldn't oh. be in this role, but I absolutely love that man. Yeah. I love him and everything he's in. Yeah, so. Same. <laughs> he's amazing. Did you ever see the um the series of unfortunate events? No. Oh my god, watch that. You will love that. Okay. He's hilarious. He's a villain. He's hysterical. Okay. He's the best I hands down, me and Doug say this all the time, best villain of all time. Okay. That's I love so surprising because he seems so nice. <laughs> no, he's hilarious. He's a funny villain. Yeah. Okay. Everything he does always goes wrong. It's hilarious. <laughs> okay. I can't believe you've never seen that show. You'll love it. With Lemony Snicket. That's the, yeah. the narrator's name. I never read those books either. I want, I'm dying to read those books after watching that show. Yeah. So. I think yeah. maybe when Jax gets a little bit older, maybe that would be a good time to like read it to him and you could read them for the first time. It's a yeah. cute idea. Me, me and Doug were obsessed with that show. You, you'll love yeah. it. You got to watch it with Rob. All right. All right. Well, just to recap, we I gave it a four stars. I'd recommend it. I really liked it. There were a couple of things, especially towards the end that I didn't love. A couple of things with the plot and the characters, but overall really enjoyed it. It gave me a lot of the feels, pretty much all the feels. And it was just fun. I really, I yeah. really liked it. I really liked Abby Jimenez's is writing and I would definitely read more from her. Yes, I agree. I would definitely read more from her and I plan to. I really like her writing. Uh, I loved this book and it, I gave it a four and a half. I couldn't give it a five, but I didn't want to give it lower than that because I did love it. And I did speed. It's not speed read where I was like skimming. Right. But I, I read through it so easily because it was such an easy read and I loved it yeah. um, until the end. So I couldn't hate on it for like the last five percent that I didn't like. Um, so I just gave it a, a four and a half. But I would recommend this read to anybody and I would recommend checking her out. I really do like her writing style a lot. And I think you will love these characters. I think you'll fall in love with their cute little love story. Uh, I think that you will absolutely love Jacob, especially if you know a few guys and, you know, you're looking for that great, perfect man that you know doesn't exist, um, but you want to read about him sometimes. Here he is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've also come off of uh, Colleen the Hooves 
and you read Atlas, you know what we're talking about. This isn't this is like the glorified Atlas. He's much more improved, and I think you'll like mm-hmm. him better. He's definitely more yeah, he's he has more to him than Atlas. Yeah. Definitely. You know, Atlas was just like, Well, I've had issues, but oh well. Mm. This guy's like, No, I got issues. I got real issues. Yeah. You know, I mean I'm gonna try to overcome them, but it's it's hard. Atlas yeah. is just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you, Alice. <laughs> fuck, We're you not big. fuck you, Colleen the Hoops. All right. All right, let's solve all this coming up shit next. all of her. Yeah. Because you know we'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> Gladly. We had a good conversation. <laughs> all right, well, join us again next Tuesday. That's February 27th as we continue our month of love novels by reviewing a slightly different topic of love, which is when love goes wrong. In Frida McFadden's thriller the x and then join us again this thursday february 22nd for another potty episode continuing our discussion of yours truly and more and we'll probably be doing dramatic readings of songs because that's Mm -hmm. what we like to do yeah all right remember that our book club book and the book of the month are one and the same but have changed for february to ariel lawhorn's historical mystery the frozen river which we really very much enjoyed Uh, That episode will air on February 28th, so be sure to read along with us if you haven't yet, and get ready to engage with us in in this month's book discussion. And just a reminder, we wanted to let everyone know uh, to get ready to hear next month's horoscopes in the upcoming episode as well, because we do provide monthly horoscopes as well in the Book of the Month episode, so we look forward to giving you guys your horoscopes coming soon. Yeah. All right. Happy reading. Pieces. For everyone just tuning in, this is what you can expect from our podcast. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday, and we'll have a new book of the month on the last Wednesday of every month. We encourage you to reach out to us with thoughts, ideas, questions, and feedback. You can reach us at She's All Booked Podcast at gmail.com. As always, all books we review will be available at our link in bio or by visiting linktr.ee slash she's all booked. We do make a small commission from any purchases you make using that link. So thank you to all who support us. And of course, we want to say thank you to all of our listeners. We really appreciate each and every one of you. If no one told you today, you're important and valued. You belong here. You're doing great. And we believe in you. This chapter may be over. But the story goes on. So stick a bookmark in us. Ouch. And we'll see you in the next one. bewitched me body and soul and I love and love and love you and never wish to be parted from you from this day on thanks for listening to my mommy and Anna Alec bye